0: Rigged, rigged system, mobile and financial. Rigged. This is rigged. I'm Terry Saka. Today we're going to talk about the uh, elusive three topics, which would be fiat currency, cryptocurrency, or real money, precious metals. Um, they talk a lot about uh, fiat currency and cryptocurrency in the mainstream media, but they don't really mention a lot about precious metals. So what I would like to do today is outline. Each one in a good, good general statement of each one. So you can understand the difference. There is a big difference in each. They're unique in their own way, but it would be very important not to neglect tangible assets. And that's the big deal here today is to understand what a tangible asset is. We are really tied into the digital world and the digital world. You have to remember, takes power to turn it on. It has government control. They can easily turn off the Internet. They could easily redirect. They could easily have digital hacks. They could easily have bank holidays, things shut down. Who knows? What if it turned into some kind of an EMP or you can go on and on as far as disaster preparedness that all the digital money or the digital platform itself has you know, risk to it? And the fiat currency is another one. So start out with fiat currency. You know, fiat currency really just means fake. It's the dollar bill that we're holding in our hand in our wallet. The nice thing about a fiat currency is it is something that you can take with you. It is something that is somewhat anonymous uh, because it's in your pocket. No one really knows it's there. And it's it's free. Like you can take it and move it. Now, the thing with fiat currency, the reason it's considered fake, um, it's just kind of a blunt way of putting it because it doesn't get backed up by anything. Fiat currencies are backed up by the good faith of a government. And I don't know about any of you, but I think that's a pretty risky proposition because all governments all through history, their currencies have always gone to zero. And they, they always, you know, manipulate to the, to the nth degree and then they'll flip it into something new. So the fiat currency is designed to lose value over time. If you just go back to when this particular dollar note was created, it's a Federal Reserve currency note. It doesn't have any connotation to money. It's actually just currency. It literally has lost about 96% of its buying power since it was created into the system. Now, many of you, doesn't that doesn't make sense to you because you're thinking, well, it, you know, it still buys me stuff. I still earn things. But the equation that they're really off on when they say fiat currency isn't that bad is that the inflation is over time. It's incremental. And it's, it's just a fact that you can tell 96% of fiat currency value has been lost now in this current cycle because look how expensive things are. And they're getting ready to be a lot more expensive, The problem with fiat currency is they just print it like on a printing machine. They add numbers to it. And when they add the serial numbers to it, they called monetizing it, meaning now the government made it official money, but it's not money because money definition is a storage of value over time. So the greatest example I can give you on that is the fiat currency was created. It was a paper dollar, right? And it was back at one time with physical silver. So it was really a silver certificate. It was actually real money. And then in 67 and 71, officially, the United States came off the gold standard. And once we came off that gold standard, then it was no longer a silver certificate. It was a Federal Reserve note. And if you notice the word note, it's an IOU. It's a contract. And it's not good. So back in the day, the fiat paper dollar silver certificate and one ounce of silver both bought about three gallons of gas. They were equal. You take the paper to the bank, you could always get your silver Morgan dollar. Once they divorced physical silver, which is real money over time, to the paper currency... The value had decreased. And how do you know that? Well, they, bo- they both bought you three gallons of gas back in the day before they divorced. But today, if I go and sell my silver right now, I can not only buy the same three gallons of gas, I can buy roughly 12 gallons of gas. So I've increased my buying power over all this time from three to 12 Now that storage of value over time, folks, that is a tangible asset, but that is the definition of real money. Now you take your paper fiat currency note out of your wallet and how many gallons now used to buy you three. How many can you buy now? (laughs) Right, Not even a half a gallon. You see fiat currency is always designed to go to zero and then they take you to a new system. What it does is it erodes your wealth. It erodes your buying power over time. So obviously we need fiat currency for certain simple transactions, and certain things we'd like to do to keep private. But at the same time, it loses value if you're storing that in like a savings account, money market account, or somewhere where storage of value over time, you will lose tremendous buying power. That's fiat currency for you because right now, We're getting ready to see this particular dollar's day is almost done. I figure the technology will be ready in about two to three years. We'll have a central bank digital currency and they'll leave cash in for a little. But then some event will come where they will talk us into a cashless society and we'll be completely digital. And hence we walk over now into crypto. So cryptocurrency, they like to use the word currency with crypto, but folks, you just got to take the word crypto and put it to put it to work. It means death. Crypto is a digital blockchain form of currency that that gives you an address. So when you own a coin or a token, you have an address. Now you put it into a private wallet off the computer on the computer, but it's a private address and you think you have anonymity, but you don't. Because once the Intel agency knows the private address, they can actually go through the entire blockchain and find all the transactions. So there is no privacy there. But the worst part about the cryptocurrency is because it enslaves us. If we become a non-compliant, if we become a political dissenter, let's say we just don't agree with the egregious corruption in the system. Well, we can't voice ourselves. We lose our freedom of speech and everything else because, well, well, we're already doing that now, aren't we? But if they're fully digital and you become a noncompliant, they can give you a radius, let's say. So digital money is now on your cell phone tied to your bank account. They can say, hey, you know, John, you're not being very good. You're not listening to our communist overlord. And so therefore, we're going to give you a 20 mile radius around your house. That's all you can do. And it'll all be GPS controlled. And then you can't travel outside that radius because you're a bad person. And once you learn to comply or maybe get reeducated, we'll let you go out because they can turn your money off just by GPS. Think of how sophisticated that can become and how horrifically evil and dark that will be. No, unfortunately, I don't really think we can do anything about that, although I don't really say right now. I think they're a little too early. I think that's what they want because the banking system is collapsing, but they're a little too early, a little too early because the people are a little smarter still. And they know that freedom is essential in certain aspects. Now, a lot of the younger youth, the millennial, they'll they'll be more apt to just care about electronics, but they're not thinking too clearly that in a a system breakdown or some form of cataclysmic or on purpose, their entire wealth could just be cut off. And that's dangerous. Now, the flip note of cryptocurrency, there's a lot of money to be made. (laughs) So if I'm looking to make an investment, I like the idea of crypto, but there's thousands of them. I mean, there's a great crypto gold backed, you know, AABB. I thought that was great because they actually based the floor of the price on the price of gold. And they've already issued their first round of tokens. I think that's an interesting angle. I think something as intriguing as maybe a theta or something that actually has a direct application or technology that the Internet needs. There's something there, too. Obviously, Bitcoin was. Not sure I'd be buying Bitcoin now, even in the fractional ways. I mean, how much does it take to just double? So a lot of these too. the cryptocurrencies got to understand they're they're controlled by the elite. They're controlled by the deep state. So, be, you know, cautious on which one you go into and do your homework and be comfortable with it. But at the same time, crypto can be fun because, yes, there's a lot of money to be made, especially when you're buying something really cheap and it explodes in value. It definitely has an attraction to it, but the the whole flip note of it is we will become literal digital slaves where we will have no freedom of speech, no freedom of debate, no freedom of ideas, no freedom of exchange privately because everything will be time stamped. And so let's say you're doing business with someone who's a cool cool person, but then they're doing business with someone who's bad. All of a sudden they go too deep on the chain and you're caught up in something. It's just really bad for privacy, which I still think is a paramount part of a human right and the ability of humans to fuck. Nobody has a right to be um, egregiously in censorship, especially like the communist Chinese, the Chai Horrific how they make their people. Both people have no choice but to behave like good little girls and good little boys or they get thrown in a concentration camp. That's communism for you. So cryptos have an interesting place. There's definitely money to be made. But if I'm looking at, at uh you know, taking a portfolio and I'm saying, OK, I want to allocate X amount. Let's say I want to do, you know, 75 percent into a good storage, 25 percent. I'll play around. I would probably do 25 percent into some form of crypto, although it's dangerous because it's digital. And so at any time, it can just go to zero. Same with fiat currency. It can go to zero. Physical precious metal like silver and gold, real money, constitutional one, article section eight, biblical money, the gold is mine, silver is mine, Haggai 2.8, is never going to zero. Now, they can manipulate the futures price for an instant, but it always has barterable ability. Just look at the gas equation I gave you where I could now buy 12 gallons of gas over time and wait, I'm going to be buying 50 gallons of gas here in the future soon because silver will absolutely skyrocket when people can realize the actual physical supply is in deep trouble. Perth Mint can't even get enough silver, so they're having to buy it from China. I'm surprised China's even selling it. I'd be melting that down. not sure that's going to be real. But then you have other mints around the world are struggling. There is no gold. There isn't even silver to meet the demand on the exchange. They're in serious trouble in the physical precious metal supply chain, which they need to get out of these naked short positions that's suppressing it because if they don't, they're potentially going to lose some serious money. But at the end of the day, gold and silver is real money. Not only does it meet the definition of storage of value over time, not only does it buy me more. And when you really think about it, it's buying the same in certain contexts, too. Because if you look back in the Roman time, one ounce of gold would probably buy you a beautiful robe, a nice, you know, belt and sandals and the whole goods for your travel. And today, about $2,000 could do a really nice custom suit, uh, belt and, and shoes with tie and everything else so it's literally held value all these generations thousands of years almost because it's the one of a kind you know gold is only available because a star was born that's right it's in that it's in that fusion of when a star is created that the, the gold is made and they all through history through alchemy they've been trying to put elements together to create gold and they just can't That was a God gift to every one of us. And silver just happens to be another byproduct there. But silver has been taken up tremendously over the decades. We used to have about 12 billion above ground. That's why the word junk silver today. You'll be struggling to just get really not even 700 million ounces around the world. There's only 500 million ounces in the SLV, but the material gets used. It's not just your bathroom mirror. It's all your electronics. It's your cell phone. It's it's the hospitals because of the bacterial fighting. It's clothing. It goes on and on in solar cell systems. Silver is consumed at such a rapid rate through this industrial revolution that we are literally running out of the physical eventually it's breaking away and you will see a real discovery of the price. And I will not be surprised to see silver at a $1,000 an ounce. And many people say that's just crazy, but wait and see. The whole monetary system is definitely going to get flipped upside down. We are definitely going through a revolution globally. If we allow the psychopathic Luciferians to take us down this control grid where you got these passports and show us your papers and know you don't have freedom in currency or freedom in speech or freedom to defend your life. They're lunatics, those people. And I don't really say that it's going to happen. I, I don't really believe all of humanity is fooled yet. But during this transition, you better believe there's going to be some fire. And the one greatest thing they do not talk about Is physical gold and silver. And I'm telling you why mainstream doesn't talk about it. It's because they can't. Because there's not enough there. And when there becomes a crisis, which is right around the corner, everybody will know the dollar is worthless. And that changes everything. So, it's a little bit of trivia right there, folks, because it's not that they're saying it because it's worthless. They try to even badmouth it and say it's archaic. Well, if that's the case, why are the central banks and the megas always trying to corner as much physical as they can? It's because the supply isn't there. So if I was going to hold anything for a long term, medium term or to have instant security, holding physical gold and silver, you can't go wrong. It's not about the extraordinary profit, all silver is probably going to be. It's more that it's real. It's tangible. You can put it in your hand. You can bury it in the ground. You can barter with it, trade with it, buy and sell with it. And nobody would know. Now, yeah, one day they may make everything illegal, but right now that's just not the case because the power elite, they're very heavy in that. They're, they use gold. They could take gold and they could make that illegal. That's a tier one asset. It technically is is uh, government money, but silver is an industrial precious metal. And if you get your hands on it now in the future, wait until you see the premium when you go to sell So there really is a big difference in the fiat currency, digital cryptocurrency and precious metal money. I hope this was a, a podcast that could really put some clarity to it and the importance of it, because many people think, oh, it's not going up. It doesn't do a whole lot. It's boring. But it won't be when the whole system shuts down, realigns and goes into a whole different direction. You'll actually have something like in Gone with the Wind, when she was sitting up there in her, her little carriage and they had no money. Everything was wiped out. Everything was burned down. And she put her hand in her skirt pocket and pulled out a handful of gold coins. And she said, oh, my God, we have gold. We can start over. So it was the end of the world for everyone who had fiat currency at the time because the whole Southern currency system went zero. But for those that had real gold, and of course, a little help from Rex, the lover, she was able to go and start a lumber company and and begin to build wealth again. And that's what I say is coming, folks. You want to have physical metal. You, You may not think it's that important, but when the system goes in the direction you don't think it's going, don't think for a second it's not. This is not hyper. There is too much data and too many facts that say this is on its way. They've already admitted it. They talk about it. And they even use the word the Great Reset. So I'd give Cornerstone Asset Metals a call. It is difficult supply. The timelines are long. uh, But I would definitely get involved. But more importantly, just balance yourself out so you are diversified. Until next week, God bless each and every one of you.
1: With record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, And our devalued currency, only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time, and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio, and are the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888 888- 747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com